I'm just used to say, boy, you have mushrooms. Oh, that's big. Thanks. So I'm like, wow. No, but I figured, I figured you was getting in the pageantry, though, and you try to hide it on the low. Like, For me? Yeah. I wasn't. That's it. No, no, no. You was like, no. Me and you was DMing, and I was like, you going in Miss Bahamas, ain't you? And he's like, shh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... Where do I put this? I definitely... Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole show? Yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> Listen, ain't no rules thing. Just turn your phone off. I be doing all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay. Are you rolling? Yeah. You know, because I'm an island boy and I gotta do my thing because I am an island boy. She looking at me so weird, but normally we have cold openings. So... We're getting Aaliyah adjusted to a podcast in life where there aren't no rules. And I know certain people out there don't like the podcast setup, but no podcasting is podcasting. I know if you're still watching and I know you know who I talk to, but we can just leave it there. But welcome to Everything Cool. We just do that for the The tourists come over to chill on the beach But they don't come over the hill where we sleep We got nightmares and they got fantasies No sanity, it's just insanity My mommy hoping nothing happens to me And then So, you know what it is? We have an illustrious guest Y'all, I know y'all saying Y'all always finding a beautiful woman, some way, somehow. But she's not just ha- she doesn't just have beauty, but there's a lot of brains behind that. Just look at her, staring. Look at that smile. Oh it's so pearly white. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it is? It's the niggas of Nassau TV and the Goat Saint Anton Alexander Lord Jalen Willard at your service. We have Mister. Yeah, your favorite bay or no favorite bay? <laughs> yes, in the background, the party of one, party in the back. Yo, we need more people. <laughs> if you want to come, just watch the show. Just come, right, Dre? Like, like we gonna right. start? I gonna start having oh, an open invitation. I just gonna say open invitations yeah. to the party, man. Because we, we missed the, the party backyard. in the backyard. <laughs> real talk. I Aaliyah, just... if you even want to join the party in the backyard, <laughs> real yeah. talk, baby. I mean, no, <laughs> you can't offer y'all food and drinks, but we still haven't bought. I mean, it's bring your own whatever. <laughs> yeah, but... BYOB. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I just what I just I watched the weed and wine podcast the other day, and them dudes have a lot of AKAs, and I gotta get up there. But uh, okay. for now, I am PG Giovanni, aka PG13, aka PG13, aka mm-hmm. your favorite non bay, aka hidden in plain sight, aka too many AKAs. Would you say PG-13 twice? Oh, well, I to, look, I'm just trying to get as much as them. Bro. I got to I gotta break the record. Oh, man. Oh, and then we have to the left of me. Please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Aaliyah Sweetum. No AKs? No AKs? Mm. Not well, yet. <laughs> well, you have... Well, it, it's some... AK is something incorporating sweetness, something, something. Candy, something, oh, something. Mm. Oh, nice. They call sweets. me sweets for short. Mm. Okay, I said AKA sweets. AKA sweets. <laughs> All right. So on every show, um, sweets, we have a segment called the Baming Word Phrase, the saying of the day. Okay. And we give that honor to our 
guests all the time. So the pleasure is all yours. Mine? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. The word of the day. Uh-huh. Wow. The Bahamian word of the day. Bahamian word of the day. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Into the mic. Testing one, two. <laughs> okay, the Bahamian word of the day is. Well, Marisek. Oh, well, Marisek. Actually, we're we going to cut her. <laughs> yeah, you got you a song bite now. <laughs> no. The, t- the scene from the skit. I mean, that's where I took it That's where I took it from. Oh, uh, but even though we have with Mother Sick, well, I mean, let it pass because I got a whole show called Mother Sick. Insert here. <laughs> Two sound bites now. So, with Mother Sick, tell the people what with Mother Sick means from your standpoint. <sighs> In a way, it's like, oh, shoots. Or. Hey. Yeah. Right. Boss, <laughs> boss expression. Boss expression. Yeah. Surprises. And surprises and some more surprises. Not for you annoying people who's be like, yeah, I'm out of sick. Hey. Yeah. 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 Somebody in the face of that way. <laughs> people still run on with that? Yes, baby. People I haven't heard that in years. No, I'm out of sick. Yeah. 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 Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the nitty and greed part. Like, you, y'all might see me sort of relax with the daddy swag, you know, with the Crocs and the Buzz Lightyear socks. Because I swaggy like that. But I'm back in therapy. And today, we don't have a behavioral therapist. Oh, no, what Harrison thing was? <laughs> the beha- I think behavioral therapist. We have a psychotherapist now. That's, that's the... That's the yeah, that's the terminology that I guess. Okay. <laughs> so so we have we have a different kind of therapist in the situation. I don't know what <laughs> So tell Aaliyah, tell us what is your profession and why you chose to go into this field. Cause I never th- like by the way, we went to high school together mm-hmm. and we've known each other from afar for a long time, I would say put yeah. it like that. Yeah. So I wouldn't picture you being like, oh, I'm a therapist, but then I don't know. I don't even know what I think. What would you picture me as? I gotta think. Probably like a soft, gentle, like librarian or something like that, or librarian. something more. Well, I guess psych um, therapy and psychology is more in the humanitarians. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess it's along the lines because it sort of matches your aura and nature. You're a very inquisitive person. Yeah. So you know, but. On to you. So what make you choose to be a therapist oh. or a psychologist or a psychiatrist, whatever three those, and specifically your pot? Okay. So I was, let's, let's start from high school. Uh-huh. We had to do our cast hours at St. Andrews and trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Mm. Went ahead and went to the Seahorse Institution. And I actually loved it there. They dealt with a lot of kids that have different cognitive disabilities specifically autism Mm. and so i fell in love with that and i said you know this is something that i would love to get into further on in my career Mm. or when i have one at least then i went to college studied psychology and then i had a class it was called counseling (laughs) and you know at first i was like i don't know if this is for me of course it pushed and challenged me and i actually really liked that 
And so I went ahead and spoke to one of my advisors about it. And then they said that it would be a good path for me. I should just go ahead and check it out. Went ahead, did that, graduated, went into clinical mental health as mm. well as special education. So. so now you have your master's. Oh, so we so you are gonna further pursue get your PhD? I would love to. Uh -huh. It's just that you know those things don't pay for itself. So <laughs> <laughs> I am just going to go ahead and just accumulate the funds so I can just knock it out. Knock it out. So why? Okay, what's the difference between a behavioral therapist like our previous guest earlier this year and a psychotherapist? Well, there's not that much difference except the specific. Ugh, the specificity y'all <laughs> know what i mean specificity specificity of it okay and so you know they deal with they're, they're strictly with the you know the behaviors the patterns all that stuff mm -hmm. i mean we deal with that as well but we we pretty much dabble into different things there's not much of a difference okay and yeah because that's the, the the interesting part was when we reconnected after so many years was when we did the mental health um mm -hmm interview with travis and this year i really wanted to be a little bit more intentional with all the episodes that we was going to make especially when it was geared towards i guess you know this year is like return of mac like i want to do a lot of like male empowerment type stuff and mm. just going through the process of self-work and just you know someone reflecting what i going through personally or the journey that I've taken in the past. Mm -hmm. But, and then um, also what I just see in society. So like, you know, we recently had like Suicide Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. We had Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, what is you, like, what do you think when it comes to having these different campaigns and how now, and we live in a world where people are taking mental health a little bit more seriously? Well, you know, I'm ecstatic that we are taking it a bit more seriously because, like I say, the mental health is just as important as the physical health. Mm -hmm. The mind, it's that interrelational connection. Mm -hmm. So what affects the body affects the mind and vice versa. In terms of the Bahamas, there's definitely still a stigma with it. And so breaking that would be an amazing thing. I know we're on that journey of getting there, but it's still a bit slow. Mm. Um, and that goes into so many different things. People are like, well, why do you need a counselor? Why seek professional help when you can talk to your pastor, you can talk to your friends, your family, different people? And it's like, well, first of all, what exactly is counseling? Yeah, let's break, let's break that down because mm -hmm. oftentimes people do go to religious organizations for help but they're not trained exactly. people so exactly. break down what is counseling why do you need counseling okay so <clears throat> back to what i was saying with you know separating counseling versus going to like a family friend or pastor or whoever i would say that counseling it's a healing process it's a whole process there's a science behind it you know you're looking at going from point A to point B, there's different objectives and goals, and there's a treatment plan that you abide by. And so you you have all of these things versus, you know, just venting to someone who maybe give you some advice or tell you, um, you know, you're maybe you're going through a phase, it'll be okay, different things of that nature. Not really, I guess, honoring those emotions and 
remembering that, you know, it's coming from somewhere and you need to get to the root of the problem as opposed to just slapping a Band-Aid over it. Yeah. And somebody who just might talk your business, right? Well, that <laughs> Confidentiality be- is yeah. an important yeah. key. It is, definitely. And I think a lot of people are afraid of that. They don't realize that, you know, we do have to keep things confidential. Yeah, because I think um, oftentimes what happens is people are dismissive of mm-hmm. people's different individuals, like personal traumas or... And it might not be because... And I, I had to really check a lot of my friends about this lately. Like, you can't trauma, like, compare traumas. No. Because, like, people get into this thing of, oh, I've been through that. Well, why are you tripping over that? Or, or you ain't had it rough than me. I'm like, why are you comparing what you went through to what I going through? I live in a whole different... And I ain't taking exactly. it in a whole different way. Like, speak to that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... Sometimes we would look at it as being insensitive, but I think a lot of times, too, people don't, they're not educated on these things that happen. Like, we're, we're living in a cycle. Mm. Uh, people use this as, like, oh, you're going through a phase or you need to toughen up, right? Yeah, it's to, to toughen up. <laughs> to toughen up. And that is so annoying to me because there's so much to talk about <laughs> no go into people, it good go people, like go go for go you know uh-huh. looking at first first of all let's yeah, start here first of all there's no needing to toughen up okay mm. everyone has their own battles that they go through people go through things different ways you don't know what other people have been through their backgrounds all of that good stuff you need to honor your emotions the healing process it's a journey it's not fast all the time. It can be slow. But in that, you need to be your most authentic self. You need to be true to what you're trying to establish. And <laughs> there's so many things running through my head. No, listen, let it all alone. Go. go. So, uh-huh. I mean, that toughen up phase, you know, and, and if you're not toughening up, then you're soft. And along with that, if you're seeking help, you're soft. It's like, well, you can't deal with that on your own. Or if you say ne- mental breaks are necessary and you need a power to separate and come back. Mm. Oh, no, you you have to go through it. I'm like, no, sometimes you have to stop. You have mm. to stop. Like, and that impacts your body physically as well. I mean, I'm sure many people know about stress and how that impacts the body. It impacts it in different ways. You have to take care of yourself. And that is starts by seeking help. Firstly, it starts by not being in a denial and breaking those curses, those generational curses. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, let people feel and experience and speak. Let them get the help that they need. There's emotions. There's thought processes. There's other traumas that people have been dealing with. There's so many behavioral patterns that can be broken so that you can move on to the next phase. And I think a lot of people just miss that completely. They're just like, oh, well, you just need to get over it, like I said, and you're soft. And it's like, that's not the way to go. Indeed. Why do you think we keep going through the same cycle? Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, um, when it comes to, and I think, I think that's what, a lot of people suffer. Well, they suffer for it 
from it until the day they die. They never address like you see people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s still dealing with childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. And they never really address it. And people always act trying to figure out like why they act just way the war as people and cause all this mayhem to this yeah. and have all this destructive behavior. Yeah. Uh, but they just, well, oh, that's just them. Or whatever, yeah. but not really addressing the issue. Right. So, and then I think a lot of times, especially with the recent events in our society, when it comes to, um, well, not only because we just had Suicide Awareness Month and as well as Man's Mental Health Month, a lot of the children and women violence is linked to that. It's linked mm-hmm. to a lot of men self-medicating through the drugs and things like that and not really i guess even even if they have moments to where they feel like they need help is always dismissed because you have to be a man about it or you have to be responsible or it's like this but it's like you know two things can exist i could go get mental health and still handle my responsibilities not because i need a mental break i just need to take away certain things from my life so i could be at ease and then find balance but i could still keepers it don't mean i'm okay. shutting down it's just that i'm taking a step back exactly and like you said prioritizing yourself knowing what you need knowing what your body needs mm-hmm. and a lot of times i say this to people a lot of times the day gets so much from us but we don't get what we need from the day mm-hmm. speak speak to that sister <laughs> let's go so like i say uh uh-huh. You know, we're so, we're in this society where everything is go, 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 go. Yeah. Everyone's comparing themselves to everybody. But listen, that is not going to get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this, um, this little meme that's been going around. It's saying that no one gets the best, the award for the best over or most overworked person or something along those mm-hmm. lines. And I think people, they take so much pride in that, that they're always busy all the time, which is good. Being busy is good, but there's a limit to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I said, you need that rest. You need that mental rest. You need that physical rest. You just, spiritual rest, you need all of it. So taking time from the day, taking those little breaks. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, you have to take a whole two, three hours. Take, do little intervals if you have to. You know, mm-hmm. 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there where you just breathe. You regroup to see how you're doing. You're regulating yourself, regulating yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, making sure you're not overworked, making sure you're getting it together, because I think that helps a lot with stress, too, and not yeah, just being overworked. Yeah, because I think, well, I think everybody has a breaking point, because even if you overworking and you're feeling gratified by the experience Mm -hmm. or if you're overworking being demeaned by the experience at some point you have a breaking point yeah. and me personally like i had to take a break from like just creating mm-hmm. like a couple of months ago like you know because i was just telling pg walking into here it's like you know and i was telling like a couple of my friends over the last couple of weeks like you know just you get into age and you have to start having an existential crisis yes and it's like you start reviewing, you start looking thing, and I feel like it's hard for me sometimes because when you're so self-aware, mm-hmm. it's like you start getting into your head a little bit and start psychoanalyzing everything. But then I always try to 
find a solution or find okay what it, why is this making me feel like this and getting yeah. to the bottom of it and then it's like ah and then it's like okay let me start addressing this right so you know um like i remember last weekend like certain series of events but i just realized i was like bro well over the last weeks i just was like bro everybody fake <laughs> okay everybody fake <laughs> No, no, for real. Everybody is fake. Okay. You know why I say that? We just putting on for people. We ain't really saying who we truly are. Mm-hmm. I'm fake. I and I say to people like, why you say that? Because it's like, bro, like, yeah, I might feel confident, but I'm scared a lot of times. Yeah. Or whatever. I just try to fight through the fear mm-hmm. and just do what I gotta do. And I'm just honest to say that. Mm-hmm. But everybody ain't honest. No. Or whatever. When you sleep, when I always tell people. Yeah, you try to show me this, but I know the real you comes when you lay down at night. And yeah, you might be in bed with somebody else, but you feel so alone before you close them eyes. That's when the real you come out. So I'm like, you know, everybody fake. You might as well. And then two, ain't nobody going to remember you when you die. I think about it. You might have kids, right? Oh, I remember when mommy was alive. No, for real. Like, see, for instance, right? You are friends. Okay. You you pass away. Yeah, they may remember you, but they're going to die. Of course. So who will remember you after they go? Okay. When you have kids or whoever. I know people, their mother, parent died a few years ago. You know, some people take it out on others, but they be like, da-da-da-da. Man, when mommy was here, you they become a distant memory over time. Mm-hmm. So my point with that is, you might as well live. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I definitely. Nah, I see baby stay yeah. Because it's like, bro, ain't nobody, if no one's going to, you, we only here for a short time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if we're here for, let's say you live to 100, right? Okay. And you believe that, let's say you believe the earth has been around for 6,000 years. What is 100 years and 6,000 years? Mm-hmm. Right. Nothing. That's a short time. So you might as well, instead of worrying about what people's oh. opinions are and things like that. I have gotten way past that point. <laughs> caring about what people think Mm. like the pageant for example Mm, (laughs) let's get into into the mic (laughs) (laughs) with that Uh, it's a lot of you know, yeah, I, yeah, you, yeah. You I could imagine a lot of people, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, that's literally open. And you have to put your body, you're being yeah, vulnerable, yeah. Uh, you don't know these people, you don't know yeah. a lot of people, but. The goal of it was to get myself out there to overcome, you know, that kind of fear. Of being I think it made you more confident. Of, of course. Yeah. More yeah. confident, yeah. more comfortable. Yeah. I mean, of course, everyone's going to have their opinions and that's fine. You know, yeah. everyone's allowed their opinions, but. I feel like it could be, a, sorry for cutting you off, but of I course. feel like it could be a double-edged sword though. Because yeah. while it could make some people more confident, more comfortable, yada, yada, at the same time. Do some people walk out of that being more insecure? Especially because if they don't win, some automatically people, break down, cry, I'm pretty some enough, people all of that do. stuff. Um, for me, it wasn't about the winning, really. I applied the night before the deadline. That's it. And <laughs> I was excited just because I said, you know, I'm young. This is one of the very few times that I'm able, I'm going to have this this amount of time, this free time on my hands. Mm-hmm. I said, should I do it? Should I not do it? Of course, I went through the pros and the cons of it. And Mm -hmm. 
months later, here I am. It's already mm-hmm. done. And I'm I'm happy about that. Very happy about it. I wouldn't change anything. And now she is the therapist with Spider Bait. Oh but let's get to a quick commercial break and we come right back on every cool. I was supposed to go back to something else like that, and I like went to something else, and I kind of like jumped a little bit there and there. So we back in the saddle. Actually, I mean we probably save that for later. But lo and behold, we're actually entering. You're gonna be viewed as we're recording this. Um, this week coming up, we got a film showcase. Oh. Yeah, like we because we we enter in the skit, like we I cut up the skit from the previous like two PSAs. Okay, and then so it could be like a full story or whatever. But I can send information out. I mean, by the time this come out, we probably already viewed it, so it was good. It was a very good event. Yeah, <laughs> very awesome event. It was very awesome. We saw Spider Boy swinging on, <laughs> on dolphins, <laughs> <laughs> but we back so. Um, what I was gonna say. So, oh yeah, so the the pageantry and you know just doing something for the first time and just breaking out that box per se. Like you know, I think um, sometimes we just got to get out of our comfort zone. You know, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Getting out there, putting yourself out there. Oh, that came from not really caring what people say mm-hmm. about you know. Everyone's always someone's gonna have an opinion yeah. <laughs> about something. And gosh, we as Bahamians, we are not easy. <laughs> no, that's why I don't care. Like, I had a conversation recently too, where um, I had a, I have a friend who was telling me, "Oh, you shouldn't put your you cosplay into your forefront of your brand." I'm like, "Bro, that's a part of it, mm-hmm. or whatever." Like, if you know me, you know I'm not a monolith. And besides, it's your brand. Yeah, I mean, like. <laughs> like, like, like your opinion respected but yeah. why where you get off telling me that <laughs> yeah, so, so i'm like yeah okay you have these opinion but it's like bro you can't i can't cut up one part of myself this is all me this is what you get and <laughs> i am apologetic right about it like you know so uh and i never like from 14 i never cared what anybody thought or whatever because i'm like very true to me and that's what made me me that's what made me attractive as a person or whatever because it's like yeah you might say this is this or this is what i live in life back to when i die you know but if I, if you haven't done anything significant with your life to where they can make like write a book about you or make a stone statue ain't nobody about to remember you so you might as well live <laughs> see they saying live life yeah yeah see but <laughs> she just laughing but Let's get to uh, just changing directions because I remember you did a video on, I think, Facebook and Instagram, like candles for people that had um, transitioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And the whole suicide awareness thing is something that rings home for me because a few years ago, I had a friend who took their life. And I always think about him because he has been, he was the inspiration for why I did all of this. Because I remember like having one of some of my last conversations was, you know, like chop, shout out Ed, chop, dog. Like, don't worry about going back home. Like, yeah, you want to be in the US and be in a market, but you have a market. You have the Caribbean. Why you don't just apply this? And, uh, you know, he telling me, they're giving me different advice. And that's the similar advice that I've used over since returning back home. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, and even, um, Seeing just the tea leaves and the little things that led up to it, I saw similarities and certain patterns with myself or whatever. And, you know, it was like, yeah, people can't. And I think living in a society where people take don't take mental health seriously and me understanding and being through those different experiences, whether it be personal or seeing it happen with other people, it's like, very like, Ah, we have to bring awareness to people feeling this way. There's a reason why they're feeling this way. That's why I always push people to go get therapy. Mm -hmm. Because I don't care, like, like you know, like we said earlier in the year, what we had a talk about earlier on the last therapy podcast. If your dog died and you're down about that, don't disregard it. No, feel it, go through it, Mm -hmm. go through those emotions. So what was your thought? Like, uh, is this on that spectrum? And how would you advise someone who having those kind of thoughts? Oh, for suicidal. Mm. So, firstly, this is another thing that you got to break down. <laughs> so, first, mine go ahead, mine go ahead. You see, oh, you breaking now? We break every chain, break every chain, break every oh chain. Oh my gosh! All right. <laughs> so, I wow. Suicide is definitely something that's serious. It's something that's going on in this country. It's going on everywhere, really. Mm -hmm. I think that we downplay it quite a bit. People say, oh, that was silly, or oh, couldn't have been that bad. You don't know what people are going through. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was probably a breaking point for them. That probably was their out. You know, they saw it as an out. You don't know what was going through their head. We need to have more compassion for people, Mm, honestly and truly. More love. More love. We have so much animosity here in the Bahamas. There's such, there's so much aggression. Why do you think that is? Going back to those cycles of being brought up, how our parents, I mean, some have, a lot of parents have tried the best that they could And, you know, they learn from their parents or, you know, their environment. There are so many other factors that could have caused, you know, that could have intervened. But it's just that cycle of it. And, you know, we're all, I guess, trying to figure it out. But back to the suicide. See, it's taking me off track. Mm. (laughs) Back to the suicide. We, We need to first, we need to first, be able to identify what's going on with people, you know? Like I said, counseling is not just for if someone's down and out. It's also for um, celebration. It's also for just, you know, checking in with someone, just 
like I said, going through those, those emotions. It's, it's almost kind of like, you know, it's kind of scrambled hair and you're trying to figure out what to do with it, where to place everything. And so it's pretty much just straightening it out, getting more clarity. With suicide, people feel like they're locked and they're trapped and their way out is by death. But it doesn't always have to be that way. And if you know that someone makes certain little comments here and there, I would definitely, in a very compassionate way, you know, kind of nudge them in the way of therapy. Definitely alert someone about it just because, you, well, one, you don't want that on your conscience, for sure. Mm-hmm. I know someone who um, went through something like that, and it was pretty sad. It wasn't a client, but it was someone I personally knew. Mm-hmm. And it was her kid, and, you know, she knew that it was, she knew that there was an attempt, and she just took her, her kid home, as opposed to sending him to the hospital or anything. And, you know, she was devastated that she felt like she could have done more, she could have done this, she could have done that. So learning from that mistake, you know, don't, don't, don't dismiss the signs. If you see someone is struggling, they're down and out, they're not as they used to be, not saying that they're going to commit suicide, but looking at those pointers, I mean, be intentional about hearing them out and just giving them some of your time. Or if you can't offer that time, you know, kind of refer them to someone. So I think that's the first step in terms of preventative measures, just kind of like being hyper aware, you know, like that nosy neighbor, right? that kind of thing. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. Like, just mm-hmm. to be there, right? Being yeah. there for people. Because I don't know statistics and stuff like that, but I feel like, you know, in today's world, like you say, like with all the stress that we're going through, it's mm-hmm. good to have somebody there. Even yeah. if sometimes you like to be to yourself or whatever, course, sometimes yeah. it's always good to have those little breaks where you be like interacting with other people. Hey, how's it going? And when, right, when people checking in, it's like, all right, then I appreciated the company and you get to, you know, relax and take your mind somewhere else instead mm-hmm. of just being alone in your own thoughts a lot too. Just yeah. like Justin say, do some people to be alone in their own thoughts in the middle of the night and they can't take it. And then once all that stuff pile up, they super stressed. So that's a very good point. The first line of defense, honestly, is let's just be our brothers and sisters keepers for yeah. real. We have to be checking in a whole lot mm-hmm. more often, you know? And then like you say, yeah. once you ain't checking in and as soon as it happened, unfortunately, if it goes to that point, everybody starts to think, I wish I was there a lot more. I wish I could have seen the signs, yeah. you know? So For people to, like, that's another thing I, I realized over the last couple of months, too. Mm. Bro, I'm not saying nothing after I go on, bro. Like, yeah. like people, like, every time someone passes, oh, oh I wish thing. I loved this person. Like, do it when they're alive. Like, yeah. why are you waiting until, like, it's too late? They, they transition. And now you're coming up with all oh, this love and we loved you and this and that. So why not show it when they was here? You know, true. sometimes it's a weird situation though because I mean, some people okay. it always seem it seems like everything always okay with some people. Yeah. Sometimes when it happens like mm-hmm. that, you might not even be able to pick up on the sign. You know, and then if something like that happens, you'd be like, I didn't think nothing was wrong. Why well, didn't see anything that? So that could be another form of remorse too. That's Survivors true. Remorse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> because I always just be like, maybe it's because I know how to read people, and I always could tell when something off with people that I, like you sit in front of me, and I'd be like, I know you be sure you look small, like certain physical signs. Okay, you've been like this. You've been a little bit reserved. You've been a little bit a bit standoffish. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, that's very true too. You know, uh, certain activity or even just overall energy might be off. You know, just certain different things or you overly self-medicate and you're always drunk and high. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's like you're literally fighting, like, fighting for help. I mean, obviously in our society, we're just a bunch of functional alcoholics. <laughs> True be told. Like, yeah. me, me and Travolta always used to talk about that all the time. Like, famous, just like a bunch of functional alcoholics. It's like, okay, yeah, I drinking. However, just destroying my liver. However yeah. many beverages a day. And I just, you know, up going to work. They're just <laughs> moving and I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we don't really talk about it, but it's something that really needs to be addressed. Because obviously you always emaciate it because you're trying to hide something. You don't try, you're trying to numb something up. And that don't really solve nothing. So then you get into... Dangerous behavior. Maybe you may become extremely promiscuous. And then that leads to all other things. So it's all of these self-gratifying activities that just leaves you empty at the end of the day. Yeah. Not getting to the root. Not getting to root. Yes. Of it. Like I said, it's about putting on that band-aid, mm. making yourself feel better for the time being. It's that temporary happiness that I think people are just trying to keep, you know, and maintain. So that's what that is. And like you said, it does need to be addressed. So do you feel like, and I was thinking about this in the car. Do you think we are, are some people would say we are more mentally weaker generation or we just more sensitive and self-aware? Like how did previous generations get through even worse calamities? Look at like we, we feel like, you know, 9-11, the recession and the pandemic has been like monumental things in our lives. Mm-hmm. But we've had ancestors that have gone through war wars and being deported and tra- like transported and treated like cargo. And like, okay, they got through that. So, you know, might look at it like how, why are we struggling with this soft, simple reality? So, like you said, they got through that. Yeah. Well, how do you know how they got through that? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it looks like we're getting by. I just gonna say we getting through. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> it looks like and it's we're almost like by. we almost like we can't even co- like you say you can't compare traumas. It's almost like those two different traumas for real too. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot on all two of our plates. <laughs> we're going through <laughs> pandemic and this and that, Hurricane Dorian. Yeah, I mean, man. There's so many things. You know, I mean. How do you know how the previous you generations right. went through these things? Because, I mean, a lot of people say that we're pretty much doing the same thing. I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, to play, yeah, to play devil because I'll get those. I can be there talking to my grandchildren, God spares our life, knock on wood. I can be like, <laughs> we going through a lot, though. <laughs> I can yeah, be yeah. like, babe, we going through a lot. Like, I know they going through a lot, but we going through a lot. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know, because when, when, um, I mean, I think when people feel like it's too much, they always feel like, okay, well, everything about to come to some form of finality. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yo, last blah, blah, days. Blah. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like the last days, been the last days, been the last days from the first day. <laughs> Serious thing. Like, you know, people uh, the people would say, oh, these some dangerous times where there's a lot of violence happening. But if you look at it in perspective, uh, these are the most safest times. Mm-hmm. 
because you ain't got to fight no war. I ain't got you ain't got to worry about people next Fox. door trying to come kill you at the night. Yeah. So life, I find, is all about perspective. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is about perspective. Man. Sure. So you know, but coming to the therapy because this is another question that we never got answered. Okay, so the affordability of therapy. Mm-hmm. Because we, yeah, we often recommend people to therapy, but then it's like, well, I'm broke. Yeah. I'm without funds. I can't afford a therapist. What is the solution to this? <laughs> right Go <now>. ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I would my. So uh, I do understand, especially in the times that we're in, you know, with the pandemic. No, but people have been saying this, though. And other things have you been. In my opinion, Uh, I believe that if it's something that you want, it's something that you desire, you're going to get it. I don't think you go into the Mac store negotiating mm, with, or Apple mm. store, sorry, negotiating the prices, right? No. Okay, okay. Right? It's for your mental health. People say, well, you know, well, some people don't even go to the doctor. So, you know, that, that's their take. They're like, well, I don't go to the doctor. Why should I get a therapist? I could just talk about it. That's where investing in yourself comes into play. Mm, mama's cooking all over this. <laughs> some people, they just don't invest in themselves. They're like, well, you know, they want... They want the car, they want this, they want that, they want the next thing. Okay, you're going to have all these things. However, are you going to be happy at the end of the day? However, are you going to be this at the end of the day? Whatever have you be at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. As well as those are materialistic things. Those things, someone can, God forbid, someone can come and take your car right now. Yeah. What are you going to do about that? Eat a bush, lick off (laughs) shirt. How are you going to respond to that? So. Yeah. I mean, maybe a f- quite a few years ago, I would have been like, mental health, what, why? <laughs> but no, I really do understand. Like I said, it's, it's with the perspective, it's with the education that you understand what's more beneficial for you and for your health and for your well-being. I choose to have a healthy, balanced life any day over having this, that, and the next thing, and being miserable. Not right. to say that you have to be miserable during those times, but I'm just saying, you right, know, right. see soft. Mm. The affordability of it, um, you would have to search around for, and, you know, ask around. However, for me, <laughs> healthier therapies. We, I would say that we're pretty affordable. Andrea, um, is the, is, could it be uh, deductible from insurance? I am currently working on that because I know that's very important mm. for everyone. You know, some people have insurance, some people don't. But I do try to work um, with that. I have a website as well. And if you all are interested, I will leave it with Justin. He can put it up. That's yeah. Well. Link in the description. <laughs> in the description <laughs> below. Right. And yes, if you want more information, everything's on my website. Mm. Right. Or you can just shoot me an email. Yeah. But... Uh, and when in doubt, like the meme says, as soon as your card declined, the therapist just start roasting you. <laughs> Roast mm-hmm. away. Be like, oh, you can't be. That's why you fly anyway. <laughs> we do not do that. <laughs> yeah, I just Don't listen to me, folks. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. But no, 
I do try to work with people and you know a lot of people are like well you think it's about the money it's it's not all about the money people really do need the help yeah yeah and so so like because I know you just started practicing in the Bahamas so how has that whole experience been so far getting through some hurdles mm-hmm. you know every adult goes through hurdles yeah. <laughs> especially if you're opening your practice right um it has been a little challenging here and there but nothing that i can't overcome you know it's all about the journey the mm. process and i am trying to enjoy and embrace it so you know what just come to my mind um i remember i think i had a discussion i don't know if it was years ago months ago whatever okay <laughs> he went from years to months <laughs> <laughs> what if somebody comes to the therapist and they admit that they killed somebody what y'all have to do in that thing? I'm in terms of, <laughs> oh, in terms terms of confidentiality and like, nigga, you's a killer, so we have to report you. <laughs> I think we talked about this recently. I say, yeah, right. What do you do in terms of that? Is there something that you would like? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, for that, wow. Well, of course, confidentiality. So when you come to therapy, we talk about confidentiality you know Mm -hmm. we talk about what you can't do everything is confidential unless you do these specific things harm you know you're right and so yeah somebody would be really bold to come there and be like i feel strong enough to admit this to my therapist be like oh yeah that's that would be deep (laughs) that would be deep it would be that would be super deep but yeah like you say you have to align at the people yeah and if they if they decide to be like yeah but they still mm-hmm. it's oh, like well yeah. we could go to jail then yeah but also do you think feel that there should be an end goal of going to therapy like some people just be in therapy for years and years and years and years and years some people but yeah. that you know that can depend on a specific disorder or you know some some people might need a lot of unpackaging for trauma different things like that mm-hmm. but there are some people that go in for maybe a few months and then they're fine. You know, it's not a quick fix. Hmm. It's not a one session cure. You had that cure. People, it's not a quick fix. So yo, those of you who went to therapy once and stopped. Oh, no. I know certain people can think I'm talking about them, but I ain't talking about you specifically. <laughs> you're making it sound like you're talking about <laughs> just by saying that right now. Yeah, but it's... Therapy is not a quick fix, so uh, no. It's and like I said, it's not just about coming in for those problems. I mean, you can, and that's completely fine. That's great. But some people come in, they're like, okay, well, you know, I've been struggling with this. How do I overcome this? A lot of people think that therapists are just money makers, but we actually try to fire ourselves. Okay, <laughs> we give you the tools and techniques that you need so that you can become successful in your overall life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we just give you like say you're learning this, you're doing this, you're you're applying this. Great, perfect. Look at you, you're growing, you're flying. <laughs> I'm flying out the nest, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're able to deal with certain situations with that. And you can always come back, so. Right, yeah. I mean, like, you'd love be. to go there to me, like, man, I got too much money. Like, what are you supposed to Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I know... um Like, I know Charlemagne, uh, the guard, the radio personality... Yeah. He always in therapy. He's been in therapy for the last five years. And it's like, I think. I think that's good, though. It's good. But I think at a certain time, it's like, do you just treat this as a crutch or 
make it a part of your routine or maybe it's like you know having a gym membership or having a trainer yeah. right i feel yeah. like it, that aspect right yeah. i feel in that aspect it's like that for real yeah and i man i would actually i think i once i you know get my bank back up i can just go to therapy and like stay with it you know mm-hmm. Because it's yeah. good to always have that actual confidential body there. Once we ain't doing something over the line, to just be like, yeah, man, let me just sit down on my little one or two hours a week. It's a good, you know, regulation. Yeah. And like I said, it d- depends on your treatment plan because it doesn't have to be once a week or a few times a week. Depending on that treatment plan, you can come in like once every few weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's not like, okay, every week you got to come in, bring this money. No, that's not it. <laughs> it's okay. not it at all. So I, it was a time I was, um, I did some therapy like a couple of years ago. And my therapist suggested like when I feel in bad moods, I should eat my favorite food. What do you think about that? Like, <laughs> Coping mechanism. <laughs> no, but that, I, I really literally blame her for me having a sweet tooth. Because, like, know. around that time, it was like, oh, okay. Indulging you in sweet Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, every time when I was sending a friend, a couple friends says, like, every time when I feel in a vibe mode, I always go find something sugary to eat. Like cookies, especially cookies. Anybody who love me, know me, I, they know I love like Subway cookies and like <laughs> those things like that. Sweets. I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a belly <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to kill this sweet too. Yeah. I'm like, I have to like consciously stop. So um, what do you think about advice like that? That sounds like some advice you took too. <laughs> advice? No. <laughs> <laughs> Therapists do not give advice, okay? That's the first thing. Second, so y'all don't give advice? We do not give advice. Okay, so what y'all just do? We help guide you. Okay, so you give give guidance. We give more so guidance, yes. Mm. Yeah, because let me interject right there right quick too. Like when I was doing therapy too back in college or whatever, one thing I always used to hate after I finished my session, so what you about to do now? It'd be like, what a sick dread. I don't know who said that. My therapist be like, (laughs) so so what you about to do now? I'm like, could you suggest something like she she just was seeing seeing where i was headed after, mm-hmm. you know in certain in terms of we talked about all this now where your head's at right mm-hmm. okay so that's why she's oh. asking what i about to do now like where, where are you now. taking this information from like money <laughs> i thought i come here to like let you help me to suggest something for me to do right mm-hmm. so yeah y'all don't give advice for real no, just... that's one thing that you should bug me you like Bruh. i trying to find my way like help me here well, <laughs> help me what we do with you know <laughs> Depending on like if you're like challenging or you know, there are so many different ways to help out. We we are humans as well. Okay. Like, so who's your therapist? I just gonna say is there a long line <laughs> of therapists of therapists who give therapy. Yeah, I always just be wondering about that. Like who who gives the therapist therapy? We are humans as well. Uh, so this is why we don't give advice. Just because, you know, yeah. you're not going to blame me. Right. It's just going to be like, I'm just saying, in my opinion. <laughs> so, you know, just helping guide you. You you know the answers. We just, we're helping you pull it out. Right. Once you go kill that person, my therapist say. Sir, you've been <laughs> using that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess it. Because that's, the, that's, that's, that that's the extremity. Like, I, <laughs> I, I could imagine somebody coming in there literally being bold enough to say them like, bruh. No, but I don't think people would be weird if someone tells their therapist they have murderous thoughts. Some people like to overshare, you know. It, it happens. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. It's, I mean, it's a safe space. It's a safe space. 
Mario knows Mar- all about that. <laughs> Mario knows all about that. <laughs> I, I, really thought, I really felt like I got in your mind when I wrote that dialogue. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't, I, like I, when I rewatched that whole performance, I was like, did I really write this? You didn't write the same face part. I interjected. Okay, because I was thing. like, yeah, I was like, wait, hold on. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, I, this is like too boy. perfect. <laughs> and like how she's delivering these lines, I'm like. Justin in his I mind, just, he's a writer. <laughs> well, some parts I was like, what do I say? And I was like, just, just, just do therapy. therapist. This is just great. do the therapy. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, oh, another thing that therapist told me about, like when Cat Williams, um, not Cat Williams, Robin Williams, had killed himself. Well, transition. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, she was like, she would do the same thing too because um, he had Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that was a shocking moment for me because I'm like, you're supposed to be a therapist. You're not supposed to be talking like this. But then it was like, she showed the real emotions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's something that, you know, makes you human. It to is. be like, okay, I can be vulnerable and I feel certain ways and I'm going to let that be known. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and There's yeah. no, not, no being ashamed about it. Right. That's going back to being vulnerable and showing that, that soft side. Mm-hmm. Please, people, get that out of your heads, okay? <laughs> Do not. Right. That soft side. Yes, but um, I was going to say something about what we were speaking about. Oh. Therapist. Hmm. Also, <laughs> I wanted to say that just because you've had a bad experience in therapy doesn't mean that's how therapy Maybe. is supposed mm-hmm. to be. Okay? Mm-hmm. There are other therapists around. If you're not sure, ask around. If you're not sure, research it. You know, one therapist does not define all therapists. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. There's always referrals. A lot of people like that type of narrative. The real dread. One bad relationship, all relationships is bad. Yeah. One bad church, all church is bad. One mm-hmm. bad therapist, but I never go in there again. One people, bad man. <laughs> people well, I don't understand how people got like that, but <laughs> I mean, I think that's just the human nature of okay, I tried this. I already was uncomfortable with this experience. I don't want to feel this again. I guess so. That's a part triggers. of being vulnerable and opening up. Mm. Right. And First, you don't succeed. Do try, try again. People don't live by that motto no more. No, they want to yeah. be like, oh, I tried it. It's, yeah, it's yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. I think that's the weak part about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you have to remember, I think we need more conversations like this because I, I was like, it's a whole other thing. Actually, we need to bring you and find your love. What? <laughs> <laughs> therapy sessions on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our, our dating show. But wow. yeah, no. Have you have you seen that before? I don't think so. Well, I'm gonna send you the link tonight, right? <laughs> so you, I'm like, well, you probably gonna watch it tomorrow. You may have plans tonight and things like that. But yeah, she trying to eat, bro. <laughs> you mind? Yeah, but when you have a moment, we did a whole social experiment about Ooh. people like you dating, mm-hmm. but you can't see the person. Right. Like you only get to use their voice. Blind speed dates. Almost yeah. like love is blind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blind speed basically, dates. Basically like that. And it was very powerful how everybody reacted to it. Well, the participants, me being one of the participants, um, just reacting and being like how you judge people just based off of the vibe you can sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we brought the bring that back soon. 
Yeah. But this conversation was great. Talia, I appreciate you for coming through. Thanks for having me. Of course. We're going to bring you back again, as a, <laughs> But you will see more of Aaliyah on the Homemade Heroes universe hey. while she gives counseling advice to the different characters <laughs> that come through. <laughs> for sure. And for the counsels, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Mario could be a G by the end of this. Watch. Um, Mario have a redemption arc coming. Trust me. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> he got a redemption arc. I hope so. Mine? So. So. But <laughs> thank you again for coming. All of Leah's links gonna be down in the description below. Um, you know, actually, yeah, we may have other content with Leah. I might book a session and go film it. <laughs> Are you trying to breach confidentiality? <laughs> <laughs> but I videotaped our whole a session. Like I didn't just be in there crying. <laughs> 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 no, but for real, if you need a therapist, hit up Aaliyah. Links in the description below. Um, and so you get this help. We are, everyone is broken. We all are broken people, but we have, it's a time that we mend ourselves. It's a time that we actually become whole for once. And I think doing that person by person, person to person, we will make a better world. We have a better community. So, yeah. But until next time. Yeah, yeah, see. <laughs>